Now that is some music you can I dance like to. I like this music. That that is a really good intro. Yes. I have to say, I think we're going to keep that around for a yeah. little while. I like it. it. Puts a spring in my stuff. It does. Yeah. Welcome to the Committed to Christ podcast. This is Greg and Kelly Craywick. We hope you all are doing wonderful and having a great day. We have missed you. Sorry, we haven't put a podcast out in a little bit, but we've been under construction here <laughs> yes. at Committed to Christ. We've actually branched out. Yes, we have. And we have a kind of a sister, would you say? A sister? Po- podcast? Oh, <laughs> no, it's a baby. A baby, a podcast <laughs> baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is a baby right now. Yes. So in the future, be looking for Coffee with Kelly. Coffee with Kelly, the Coffee yes. with Kelly podcast. So yes. we're very excited about that. Now that's just you. That's just me. Without and I, me. And so I, well, yeah, solo. and I, I kind of, um, I did my first one and I kind of put in, said in the beginning, you know, that um, the whole idea, Coffee with Kelly is something that started in Carthage, Missouri. Yes. With the youth and uh, it was Pastor Rachel's idea to oh. call it Coffee with Kelly. Well. Just to take the youth out and get to know them and kind of just We'll have out to send and, her a tithe. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway, anyway, so it's, it's trademarked like, now. Yes. Okay. So And All so right. I just decided, hey, I'll just call it Coffee with Kelly. And well, wonderful. And I, I just discuss. I know yeah. you have mentioned in off air, I guess you could say that you've, you're probably going to have some guests on from time to yes. time. And yes, I am. That would be great. I've been working, trying to, I have a couple it, people okay. that will and then, yeah. Is it a girl's show? show for no just... i don't think so i don't okay. think so i i i mean when my first podcast um, i'll listen to my it. inspiration was uh the rich young ruler so i kind of oh. just talk about your your walk with christ and okay kind of how to how to keep that going mm-hmm. you know, daily how to well wonderful stay, stay focused right? i'm i'm proud of you because <laughs> i i was proud of myself because i actually halfway was able to do the music and you that's could, a you lot could to run do the actual equipment and yeah. edit and do all yeah, that I mean, stuff. I, so, I'm wow, good at good talking, but the rest of it, I'm not, I, it's, you know, paying attention to so many different things at one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Stepping out of my producer. Now. So, well, don't know about that. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you guys are doing well. So boy, the, I, I'm going to say before we get into the subject that, or what I wanted to talk about today, I'm we're going to be covering just a little bit about my personal life stemming back from when I was a young child. Right. right. And um, I just wanted to to encourage our listeners today. Well, first of all, welcome to the Committed to Christ podcast. If you're new, uh, you can send us an email at c2conair at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook, as most of you do. Boy, the temperature of the world right now is really hot. It's interesting. It is very interesting. I I heard uh, some some new things today that I, I shared with you about the green pass, I think it's called. Okay. About how now, you know, to be vaccinated or not be vaccinated. That is the question. And everything that's going on in the world today. Uh, I'm just going to say, folks, make sure you're right with Jesus. Uh, we, we're studying right now. For our sem- yeah, yeah, we're studying eschatology, eschatology right now. And in my mind... I guess I've always, I mean, obviously as Christians, we know that Jesus is going to be coming back for us. He could come back for us at any moment to rapture the church out of here. But as I'm studying this stuff, I'm realizing the importance of it. Right. Well, and I, I, you know, I've heard other pastors say this, and I know that the way I see it even now is the American church doesn't talk about that anymore. It's just about how you can get, be blessed 
how you can get through the next day. You know how you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no, okay, why are you doing this? What is the point of it all? What, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think, I think that, you know, studying this book has kind of brought it all back because when I was, when I was um, younger, I remember, you know, all the movies that they had about, you know, the, that mark of the beast and the end times and, the, you know, yeah. and they don't talk about that anymore. It's kind of like, do, do people not think it's going to happen now or, or they just don't want to talk about it or. Well, I just look at in, in studying this book on eschatology, I look at the world right now and there is such division going on. Now, obviously we know who the ruler of the air is, which who is right. Satan. Right. And he, he is really good at math. Yeah. Especially division. Right. He loves to divide. Right. And he demands worship. Right. Like if That's you read the, if you yeah. read in the book of Daniel. Right. Right. He if does. you don't bow, whoever doesn't bow down to right. the image that Nebuchadnezzar set up. Right. When the music is played, you're going into the fiery furnace. Right. Right. Satan demands worship. And I just, you know, when you turn on the news and you look at everything that's going on in the world today. It's, it's like confusion, confusion. And, and now they're coming out with mandates. You have to, you have to, you have to, and or no else truth. you can't do this. You what can't is this do that. based on? How is, exactly. it, is this really true? Is this really even going to help? I mean, you know, cause you hear so much, I, I, I got to be honest with you in my own self, that mask I'm wearing, it ain't doing any good. Cause I put it in my purse and I carry it around with me all the time. And when I have to wear one, I pull it out and put it on. Yeah. And it's the same mask. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not, I don't believe that it's stopping anything except spit. <laughs> Maybe I'm not going to spit on you a big chunk, you know, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like right. it, I just, I don't, I don't know. I question a lot of it. Well, this morning as I was, uh, you know, the, the Mount Vernon, Indiana school board meeting video has been circulating Yes, with the doctor and everything like that. And, um, and he brought up some really good points and I just started to get really frustrated with, with our country in particular, just because of all the nonsense that's happening. And as I was praying this morning, the Lord reminded me, you're not from here. Right. When you accepted me as Lord and savior in your life. Right. When you, when you, uh, when I, he started speaking to me gave my life to Jesus Christ, my heart, my right, will, everything right. to him. I then became born again, as you can read in John chapter three about Nicodemus. That's a really good example about being born again. I then became a citizen of heaven. I was, I guess, in the physical, a citizen of this world of earth, planet earth or whatever, and it's governmental systems. But since I've given my life to Christ, I am now a citizen of heaven. So I've adopted God's standards. And the closer you get to God... The more you give up. Yes. Right. Yeah. And the and and the more that I go through life, the more I realize that I'm not I don't belong to this planet anymore. You know right. what I mean? It, it that's why it doesn't sit easy with me. And many of you may be struggling with that same thing. You see corruption happening, you see lies being told, and it's like, what can I do? What what how can I fix everything? You can't. No. You can't because the world unfortunately is going down. Right. Well, just be, it's just more and more nonsense, mm-hmm. more and just no common sense. Like, yeah, just things that I'm thinking, I, even in my, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Right. Well, and I'll say, I mean, we've got people that listen to our podcast who are not Christians. Right. And I would just encourage you today to give your life to Jesus. Give yeah. your life to Jesus. Right. Because 
I mean, this place, unfortunately, is not going to get better. It's no. just going to get worse. And That's he right. is coming back for his church. Right. At any moment, that can happen. Yep. So it is very important for you to be saved and born again and living for Christ. That's right. So anyway. Preach it, Brother Greg. Hey, I mean, really, though. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing he's really, and I shared this with you off air. Yeah. He's really been kind of just showing me how it's so important to scatter seed everywhere we go. For example, uh, now I'm, that we're back here in South Carolina, I am now working again. Well, you were working before. I, I think, was, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm... You didn't have to say anything before because you you had that pastor title, so I think people yeah, probably right. avoided so, you. Okay, so I'm working a job now, <laughs> right, okay? Right. So at my place of business, um, I, I usually pray before I go in every morning, just over the day or whatever, and the Lord just kind of spoke to me a couple of weeks ago, and he said, why don't you start a Bible study or a time, you know, devotion time with, right. with the guys here? And I thought, oh, that would be so weird. Yeah, I mean, I know there's Christians that work here, yeah. but that's like, that's really out of my comfort zone right. and out of my, out of, and, and I, sh- yeah. I should be okay with that. I'm you like, should. why am I not okay with this? So that's I right. thought, you let's know what? Let's talk about Jesus. Yeah. Let's get out of this selfish mode and, right. and uh, let's do it. So I mentioned it to another guy. Right. And he said, yeah, man, let's, let's do it. Right. So, well, and here's the thing too. I was just, this just popped into my head, you know, different denominations. I think sometimes when you have, you're from a different denomination than someone else, you have that kind of thought that you don't have anything in common. You shouldn't talk about it because all you're going to do is argue. Right. But that's not what, that's not what the body of Christ is. Right. I that's mean, the, we should all believe, I mean, as long as you believe that, that Jesus it, that's the problem with the body of Christ right now. Right, is we're so divided. Yes, there I mean, is I, there's no unity. Like, I don't want to talk about. I just it. we ju- right. I just mentioned Satan. He's really good at math division. Yeah, he is. He has divided the body of Christ. Right, right. So when it came to um, doing this thing at work, yeah, I mean we had yeah. we had four guys that came to the first one. One I totally did not expect him to come. Right. And it changed our whole day. I mean, we just spent like 15, 20 minutes. And of course I brought donuts. Yeah. But but we we really did. I mean, we we got in the word and the Lord put on my heart because they wanted me to do the first one. They're like, oh, you're like the pastor guy. So I think you should lead it. I'm like, okay, whatever. So here's a really good subject to talk about at work. Complaining. <laughs> that is really, that's a good one to so, talk about anywhere. So I did, you know, we talked should, about We should do that devotion and, with our son. Oh, jeez, oh, don't get me started. Yeah. We should. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. It, it was really good. And, and, and the gears were turning in some of these guys' head. And boy, the Lord just knows, you know, yep. what, what you should talk about. Right, and after right. it was over, I had actually two, two of the four people that were there came up to me and said, man, why'd you have to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. that, that's really messing with me. I, I felt, you know, yeah. a little convicted about that. And yeah. So, but anyway, it turned out to well, be really good. Because God so. does want you to stop. It's not even, you weren't even doing it on purpose. It's no. like, okay, God just wants you to think, okay, um, stop and think about what you're doing, right? Yeah. Stop and think about it. So the Should whole point is, Christians, listen, scatter seed everywhere you go. Right. Because That's it good. is so important right now. It is so important. I mean, the devil would love to keep us in that smoky environment where we can't really see and, you know, it's, we're right. not really doing anything and it just... Complacency. Yeah. Complacency is not a fruit of the spirit. That's right. So, it's not. Nope. So what I really wanted to talk about today. And I've been, yeah, <laughs> procrastination. I've been kind of putting this off for a few months and this is, this has been on my heart to, to bring it to our committed to Christ listeners. Okay. Now, before I start talking about this, I want everybody to know who's listening that I did get permission 
from my family to talk about this because this is kind of private and you know very very personal. Right, and it's a good it's a good thing too when you're when you, anytime you talk about anything that has to do with somebody else or might involve sure. someone else that you, especially your family, sure. you know, you're sharing. And the the whole the whole um, the whole point of what I'm going to bring up is uh, is love, right? Forgiveness, obviously, right. as Christians, that's that should be our forefront is love and forgiveness. So when I was, um, oh, I'm going to guess I was probably 10, 11 years old in that time frame okay. or age, my parents uh, starting ha- started to have marital troubles. Okay. okay? Um, I knew I was the oldest out of the three boys, so I, I, I was sensitive to that. I knew there was some things going on. I mean, I would... I hear used, little tidbits. I would, or, I would hear things in conversation, but but I would also wake up at in the middle of the night and hear things that were happening. So, and as a, as a young boy, I mean that's really that really messes with you because you don't want you know who wants their parents to split up. You love right. them both. I mean, this is what you're used to is this family unit, right? Right. So, as, so how old were your brothers? Oh, and how much? How much so age difference? I think my my middle brother is uh, four years younger than me. So okay. he probably so would have been ten, seven, like six, six or and seven. then my youngest brother probably would have been four. Okay, so he I probably wouldn't there. remember too much, no, but the not middle really. one may, not may really. have been. Okay. So as things progressed with my parents, um, they were working on being separated, going through that kind of stuff. Um, my my dad, who has been passed, he, he's died, he died. Uh, he let passed me, away in 2014. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for clearing that You're up. You're welcome. He uh, really had a hard time with it, obviously. But there was a point that uh, he got to where he would start to confide in me everything that was going on between him and my mom. Okay. Okay. So this this is how it went down. So usually if when my mom wasn't home, my dad would bring me into their, they had a, uh, a master bath attached to their bedroom. Okay. And he would bring me in there and just talk. He would, he would sit on, you know, lid down on the toilet. Okay. <laughs> and I would sit on the edge of the bathtub and he would just bawl his eyes out. I mean, he would just cry and tell me, Wow. Very intimate things about the problems they were having, things that were going on in our family, things that you should not. And how old were you? I was probably 10 or 11. When this all started? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe 12. I mean, maybe I was 12. Okay. But he was, he, and he did this for, I'm going to guess probably six months or so, you okay. know, the time span of that. But he would bring me in there like once, maybe twice a week, and just cry. And just cry. And so, and, how do you, as a me, young, as a young boy, how do you, how do you handle that? Your dad's crying. You see, he's hurt. Did you want to console him? What did you do? Yes. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I did. I, I and and, and I he's did talking I did about do your that. mom. Right. So that's got to be. How do you sort that out as a little boy? Well, I, I, I never stopped. I never stopped loving my mom. I never right. stopped loving my dad, and I never lost respect. Well, that's good for either one of them. Okay, either right through all this, but at one point, he brought me in. This this was probably the last time that he had done this. He read me his suicide letter. Wow, and he told me 
you know, very intimate things, uh, how he had the gun in the car and he was out at the woods because he had a hunting spot that he went to. And he was contemplating taking his life that, you know, very wow. day. And what, he, a, what a great, that's a huge burden to put on a, a young, a young boy. Sure. Yeah, it was. And, uh, he said that the only thing that stopped him from doing, from doing that was the fact that he had three children. So, I mean, he's telling me these things and that time I, I, I distinctly remember that very day, uh, because when he told me that I really cried with him, genuine tears. Yeah. Now all the other times before that, I mean, I just sat there and listened and he cried and I, I just would hug him and go on about whatever I was doing. But that day I, I do remember him just telling so, me that. And then, then I like, like that was real. And your mom had no idea that no. he was doing this. No. No and idea. what was she, how was she treating you? I mean, was she just fine? I mean, just, just she was just like the normal yes. mom, just going mm -hmm. through the day to day things and not. Yes, I here's the thing about my mom, and I know she'll listen to this, and that's good. So, mom, I love you. My mom from from uh, she's solid. She, my mom is very solid, and right. she pro she protected her children. Right. Yeah, so you know. She's now a, yeah. I can't say the same about my dad. He, <laughs> because, I think. Well, and your dad but, too. I mean, he was. He was going, he had health issues. So he was probably, um, the medication sure. could have affected his yeah. mental, he, he had a lot of depression he was dealing with, yeah, right? He, did. he was going through he all did. the kidney transplant and all of that. And yeah, he had a lot of health. There was a lot of stress in that. Yeah. Yeah. So that maybe affected his mental, his mental state. But I think, cause I ever, the whole time I knew him, he was very emotional, more emotional than a man. Mm -hmm. Most men mm -hmm. are. And it could have been maybe maybe a little more intensified because of medication, you think? I mean, oh for sure, because yeah. shortly after that last time that he had spoken to me about the yeah. suicide letter yeah. and everything, he actually sought psychiatric help. Okay, and I think they put him on some kind of medicine or whatever, or and something. he never okay. he never brought me in there and and did that again after that. So he found somebody else to talk to, and not yeah, he okay. just did, he was just he needed to okay. Yeah. All right. So a it's interesting because he had his mom too. He didn't talk to his mom. He talked to you. Yeah. I, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, no, no, to... it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But I mean, my dad after, after that, and you know, obviously they got divorced and everything and right. you know, every, went our right. separate ways or whatever, but I never, my, my relationship with my dad after that, uh, as I, I grew older in my teens, late teens yeah. and in the twenties, I actually became really close with my dad right? because he's, he sought, um, the psychiatric help, but then he also, he also became closer with the Lord. Okay. As I became a Christian, right? right? right. I gave my life to, to the Lord. I got right. saved and he knew something changed in me. And I was, a, I was a witness to him all the time. I mean, you know, right. and here's the thing. I forgave my dad for doing that. I, right. I don't hold that. I don't hold that against him. And a lot of people would say, "Well, how could you? How could you continue to have a relationship with him? You know, what was it that 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 right. helped you do that?" And my answer is love. Right. It was love. Love covers over a multitude of sins. That's First uh, Peter four eight. And I wasn't even really a Christian. Back, you know, when all that right. was going on, but I never, I still loved my dad. Right. And I still, I, I can still remember just kind of 
letting that roll off my back, even as a young person. And that was good because you could have been, uh, he, you could have gotten angry. Sure. Because he shared that, you know, that angry because he shared, he was talking about your mom, mm -hmm. angry because he, he manipulated or he was using you to, you know, he shouldn't have been talking to you about I, this. I think his angle back then was to try to get me to come with him because I think he knew. He wanted you to understand, so you yeah. wanted to come visit him. Or, or maybe live with him. Okay. And the other thing was, uh, I never lost love for, for my mom. Right. I never lost love Isn't for my, my grandparents or any right, of the other right. people that he told me crazy things about. Yeah. I never stopped loving them. Right. Even, even when I knew all this malarkey right. <laughs> about the dirt, I guess you could yeah. say, because we've yeah. all got it. Right. But it was love. Love is a powerful thing. It is. It is. Through love, there's forgiveness, there's grace, there's mercy. And, and God really helped me through that and, and helped me to show that to my dad because later in life, my dad knew that. And I think there was one time where he said, you know, I'm really sorry that I did that. Yeah. I'm really sorry that I unloaded on you like that. Right. I, I didn't have anybody to talk to. Right. I didn't know where to turn. Yeah. Now, obviously he made a bad choice by turning to his son to do that. But as he became closer with the Lord, Right. He he began to realize and God revealed these things to him. And was it right for him to apologize to me? Yes. It, right. it was. Yeah. It was. But but I didn't hold that against him even before he apologized. did apologize. You know. So it was that was just kind of a crazy time in our life. Right. When all right. that was going on. That's really good. Mm -hmm. There's probably people who um people who are listening maybe that have gone through a divorce or have been, their parents have gotten divorced, right? you know, um, and it's, it definitely has an effect on the children. Sure. And we have to be really careful as the adults, how we handle things. Right. And not, yeah, not, not. It was only by God's grace that I didn't go off the rails. Ex yes. Because there, you hear so many scenarios of kids that go through that, that they just hate the other parent. Well, I'm wondering, you know, I know that, I know that God writes his law. He, he writes his laws, who, who he is on our heart. Like we know, we know, just like we know we're doing something wrong. We know when we're doing something right. Sure. But for you to, um, for you to make the decision to love your dad in that situation, even before you were a Christian, mm -hmm. you know, before you knew about God, that, that shows you you were tender before God. You know, you still sure you had that compassion. You know, you're, you you weren't hard hearted, right? Because you can you could have really easily become very hard hearted and absolutely right, angry with your mom. I was heartbroken because of things that you know we went through as right. a family. But love, even back then, even even before I knew Christ and knew anything about right. grace and mercy and forgiveness, love was still in effect. Right. Right. I still love my grandparents. I still love my mother. I still love my brothers. I still, I still loved everybody. You still loved your dad. Still love my dad, right. even though he went through all that. And yeah, so it was, um, you know, like I said, I, I got permission to talk about this cause I, I did mention it to my mom and she, she had no idea that, you know, even now at my age now, she, she had no idea that my dad did that and she wasn't very happy about that. No, of I course. Can see, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Great. 
<laughs> sometimes yeah. you don't want to know. Yeah, sometimes you Thanks don't want to. But everything. I would say though, I mean, if you're a parent today, or you know, in that situation, you're going through something. Protect your children, and right. like like my mom did, she she guarded us, she protected us, right, from knowing too much, right. And that's a good thing. Ignorance is bliss it sometimes. Is. Well, as a child, you're already, right. and you, I mean, it's already destructive on you for you. The the breaking up of the home that's already destructive, mm-hmm. and for that to be that added issue, the added thing of your dad talking to you, that just made it worse. Yeah. So if, it's a good thing that your mom was the way she was because it really could have could have destroyed you. Right. I mean, wow. Right. And I and I, I, hope, mean, I don't know what I would do if my if one of my parents told me that they were going to commit suicide. That's heavy. You know? Yeah, it's that's very a heavy. really heavy. It's he- heavy for anyone to right. deal with. Right. But your own father, you know. So what did you, did you want to help him? I mean, how did you? Yes, I but mean, I did, I didn't know how. Did because you like tell I said, anybody? I'm just did a, you? No, I didn't. Wow. No, I did not. Well, thank you, Jesus, that he didn't do it. Right. Imagine, you know, that having to carry that. Right. That's a burden. So if you're listening to this today, yeah. I hope this ministers to you. This is this is kind of my story. And obviously the Lord wanted me to share this for a reason because maybe somebody is going through this right now. But right. love covers a multitude of sins. It love does. is a bond. Love is an anchor. It is. Love yeah. is forgiveness. Love is grace. Love is mercy. And if you're facing those things today. I would encourage you to push into Christ, push into Jesus harder, stronger. Right. And and allow, here's the thing. We have to allow him to love us back just the way we are, right where we're at in our lives. Right. If you're, if you're 10, if you're 20, if you're 70, if you're 80, allow him to love you right where you are, right what you've been through. Right. Okay, you can cast all your burdens and all your cares on him. For sure. Yeah, it's amen. love is a powerful thing. Yes, it is. So, That's good. Amen. Yeah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm just thinking, wow. Gee, Greg. God's good. <laughs> you know, my, my dad's in heaven today. Right. He 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 made he made it. Right. He did. He made I know. it. I know. And and he was he was a funny guy. He was. You know, a funny once guy. once he got some his th- the things straightened out and. Yep. He was he was a great great man. So. Anyway, well, thank you so much for lending an ear to us today (laughs) and letting me share a little bit about my life with you. We love you all so very much. And again, if you would like to send us an email, that email address is c2conair at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Facebook. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll talk to you (laughs) next time.